All right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your host, Peyton, joined by my cousin and business partner, Luke. And Luke and I are entering into the business world by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this very podcast as a platform so we can ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions we need answered in order to help our businesses grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I will be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. All right, um, hello everybody. I hope you're doing well today. It is a another beautiful day. Um, and there is a lot to talk about. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, so about a month and a half ago, we talked about cryptocurrencies broadly, uh, blockchain, why it's important, what it is, why you shouldn't be terrified of it. Um, but there's a lot more to it than just uh, some asset that you see go up and down 10% in a day uh, based on an Elon Musk tweet. Um, the intricate financial system that has been built underneath cryptocurrencies and is now forming sort of a bedrock layer for a lot of what um, a, a lot of what crypto is going to be in the future uh, is this decentralized financial system uh, otherwise known as DeFi um, that is extraordinarily uh, complex but also very elegant in its construction so effectively what decentralized finance is, uh, is a way for you to replicate all of the functions of the traditional financial system. Think lending, uh, payments, um, insurance, trading, store of value, a way to replicate all of those functions in something that is completely driven by computers. Now, um, there are a lot of uh, industries that have been touched positively by software over the last say 20, 30 years, um, you know, everything from medicine to media um, to maps, to navigation, stuff like that, right? Every, almost everything that we use um, software has, has impacted greatly, including finance, right? Robinhood is a mobile app, very one-touch trade. Uh, your bank's probably got a nice little app that lets you view your stuff, you know, deposit money, everything, right? We all use digital money for effectively everything. Um, however, the actual settlement and the management of the real money that's sitting underneath, that's not just numbers on your screen, that's on your bank's balance sheet or on a trading firm's balance sheet, uh, is still managed by humans. It's, it's uh, largely a manual process. Maybe uh, not in some maybe proprietary, proprietary trading firms uh, in some smaller banks um, that have a little bit more flexibility, um, but in a lot of the uh, uh, most of the money that is out there is all managed uh, by people, um, which makes it slow, a little bit more expensive, uh, and definitely prone to error. And so what this interesting world of decentralized finance offers um, is the ability to automate finance through the same stuff that we had talked about last time and the fact that on the blockchain, all of this stuff is trustless. So you don't need to rely on a bank that you know very well to take care of your money because you can trust these contracts to take care of your money because they've been audited many times by very smart people out there. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, what you're getting out of all of this is a financial system 
that can take in money from anywhere in the world and anybody in the world can utilize it. Um, and it's instant free for the most part, other than fees to operate it. And uh, you know, it's completely permissionless. Nobody can you know, censor you. Um, you're able to participate in whatever activities you want. While some of those may be illicit, most are not. Um, and so, yeah, at the end of the day, that that is like the, this very interesting thing. It's it, There's nobody in charge. Everybody's in charge of everybody. Um, and so I, I guess today, you know, in, in the time we have, I really just wanted to overview what DeFi is, uh, which you've kind of already done, uh, discuss the um, kind of reason why it, it's important, um, some of the primary uses of it, uh, and then talk about some of the more interesting projects uh, that are in the space that we can, you know, you can explore, and, and I'm certainly going to continue using. Um, but uh, yeah, let, let's jump into that. So um, the financial system is very much a trust-based system. And like we said, you don't need trust to operate this system, which makes it very important because trust-based systems uh, put a lot of power into the hands of those that you trust. Now, I don't necessarily think that Goldman Sachs is going to run away with my money anytime soon. Um, however, uh, folks who are sitting in countries that maybe don't have as secure of a financial system certainly do worry about um, people running away with their money that they, that they deposit it with. Um, and so this decentralized financial system brings a lot of sort of the same security that folks in uh, countries with secure financial systems have now uh, to countries that just have maybe internet and not much more in the way of, uh, um, of financial security. Uh, and so by giving people this financial system that's completely based on the internet, they can tap into all of that interesting activity that's going on around the world, um, earn money through that, secure their money through it, um, and eventually, as we continue to build out the space, uh, be able to, to interact with others with it, pay for things, buy a house with it, et cetera. Um, and so it, it's an exciting general space from that perspective, but it's also exciting from the pure automation, right? You have a computer that's doing the same job that armies of people are doing right now in, in banks and, and uh, trading firms. Um, and when you completely replace people with computers, we all know what happens, right? A lot of folks aren't, aren't fans of that, but I'll tell you, those people who are getting replaced in banks are going to end up figuring out how to build this stuff and they're going to come back and make all of the financial system better, right? When you don't have people who have to keep punching the same numbers in the spreadsheets all day, making sure that numbers add up, uh, those people can use their brains to do a lot more interesting things for the world. Um, and so the future, you know, looking part of this uh, says when you have a financial system that anybody is able to innovate on, you have a lot of room for growth and a lot of room for change, right? Um, I don't think anybody thinks that the financial system is perfect. It's really, really interesting. Uh, this, the current one is, it, it's um, very intricate as well. And, and there's a lot of um, difficult moving parts uh, that need to be kept, kept up. And, and uh, the folks who do that are extraordinarily good at their jobs. Um, however, as we saw with something like the internet where you had anybody able to create content, uh, make websites, post blogs, uh, videos eventually, um, on up to, to, you know, creating jobs for themselves through stuff like Uber or Airbnb, where they're earning passive income or active income. Um, you have a, uh, a, a much more diverse set of services that maybe weren't even possible before that technology came around. And so the way that, you know, uh, 
you should think about this stuff is, okay, maybe the applications that exist today in the space aren't that interesting. They look very similar to what we already have. Um, you got to remember that as you let anybody from somebody sitting in their basement in the middle of nowhere in North Dakota or somebody sitting in a high rise in New York, everybody can have the opportunity to build products that fit into um, uh, this ecosystem. And maybe for a while that doesn't look that different than what we have now, but eventually you're going to start getting very, very customized products that end up fitting into maybe a thousand people's lives in a way that never would have been possible before insurance that's specific to a situation, lending for a specific type of product or a specific audience in mind, um, collective uh, purchasing of things, right? Um, and as that continues to be built out, we'll see a lot more um, interesting uses of finance in our world that continue to push our world forward, allow us to grow faster, um, et cetera. So the general categories of, of financial services today are in trading, uh, lending, and borrowing, um, uh, more equity sales, so ways of raising money through equity uh, and things like that, payments, so credit cards or checks or cash payments, um, and then insurance. So those are, those are kind of the main ones. There's others, um, but those are the main ones to think about. And so if you think about trying to replicate any of those in this financial system, there's really great parallels uh, in each spot. And I would love to dive into each one, um, you know, maybe sometime down the line here, but just to quickly overview some, some products that have done well in these spaces. Uh, on the insurance side, um, there's a, a really interesting pro, uh, protocol called EtherRisk, R-I-S-C, um, that is focused on allowing people to create any type of insurance that they want. Um, on the payment side, you have a lot of really interesting ones, but I would encourage you all to check out something called Tornado Cash. Um, it's kind of uh, a fun one to think about. Um, on the equity side, you saw ICOs being a very popular thing in the 2017s or in 2017. And then uh, kind of continuing now with all this discussion around securities, um, people issuing currencies that represent ownership in their business. Um, and then you have debt. So that's something like compound. If you look up compound finance, uh, they're doing a great job at this. And then trading a lot of decentralized exchanges like Uniswap and SushiSwap. Um, so yeah, that, that's just kind of a really brief overview. Um, and I'm going to dive into a few more of these topics later. Uh, but I just really wanted to uh, kind of continue that conversation that we had had about a month ago uh, on the same topic. So with that, have a great day and we will be back soon. All right, guys, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media. Our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to, uh, to continue to build that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you listen, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, uh, Overcast, you name it, we got it. We also have a YouTube channel now. So hop over there and subscribe to us. All the clips that we post on social media will be there as well, plus uh, you know a couple little extra ones for, uh, for the real fans out there. So we appreciate you guys. Next, please leave a rate and a five-star review. It helps us out tremendously because with you guys' support, we already cracked the top 150 for business and entrepreneur podcasts, and I think that we can crack the top 100 here real soon with your guys' continued support. Lastly, reach out to us if you're a young entrepreneur and you'd like to share your story on the podcast. We'd be more than happy to ask you some questions because we know that it's going to be a great learning experience for us. 